Hello everyone, welcome to Contact Lost, the Polish podcast about Warhammer 40k. I am your host, Tweek, or Tomek, and here with me is my partner in crime and co-host, Michał, otherwise known as Joker. Hi everyone. Hi dude. And now, on to our guest. This guy has visited us in the past to talk about uh, a tournament that he participated in today. He will focus on something completely different because today we are having a closer look at two armies that I potentially might pick up. We shall see. Let's see if they convince me. So uh, our guest is Asarnu. Hi, dude. Hi, man. And Asarnu is here to talk about uh, Death Guard, so an army that we haven't spoken about for a while. Uh, so we are going to to look at it from different aspects. Uh, uh, is it good for single uh, player tournaments? Is it good for team tournaments, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. And then uh, we are going to interview Joker to see if Chaos Demons can pull anything interesting on the tables as well. So I hope you're in for 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 an interesting ride. And yeah, I think we should get right into it. So Asarnu, tell us something about yourself. Tell us. Why have you picked up Death Guard? Because I think the last time we spoke, you were very much into, what was it, Chaos Space Marines, yes. and now Death Guard. What has changed? Well, you know, <clears throat> since um, I started to play uh, Warhammer 40,000 some time ago, I was always into Chaos in general. Uh, either Chaos Demons or Chaos Space Marines, Death Guard, Thousand Suns, what have you. Um, and I always have had um, a little bit of uh, Death Card Force, but I was not really focusing on them that much. And uh, I, I prefer to, to go with uh, Chaos Space Marines, sometimes Chaos Demons, sometimes, sometimes both. But um, after my COVID break with, uh, from, from, from the hobby, when I went back to, uh, to play again, I decided that I really need to focus on one codex and one only to really try to, you know, master it as much as I can. And since DevCard was one of the newest codex um, of Chaos at that time, and I always had a, a, a soft spot for Mortarion especially, I decided that this time this will be uh, my army, DevCard will be my main um, uh, main force and uh, we'll try to you know play them as much as possible um possibly um minimizing me playing other factions uh, you know as much as i can so mm. that's that was my thought process okay so did you have any models previously or or did you have to pick up from scratch and then is, is this army easy to pick up in general I had some some models. I had uh, Mortarion from I think from the time when um, he was released, so some time ago. Uh, I purchased it mainly because I really loved the model, and I was painting painting him really really slowly piece by piece. Um, I had some uh, plaguebird scrollers in the past. Um, I think a couple of um flag marines but not really not not much mainly mortarion and and uh, free tanks and to answer your question is it possible is it uh, easy to pick death card up mm, i think so um i mean there are a couple of uh, rosters that um, are 
typical for for death guard and you can go more infantry based uh, army list you can start with uh, with tanks with demon engines so it's there there's there are a lot of options and i will probably uh, talk about them uh, in a in a while but uh, to pick death guard up is quite quite easy it's very the army is very simple in and general um in, in general basis um the, the main thing of death guard is just you know survive and um, <laughs> and be tough to to kill mm -hmm. but uh, i in my opinion there's much much more into it uh, and it's not just that it is definitely that <laughs> it's definitely a tough army to um, you know to to wipe um but uh, and there are some other things that you can do with it okay so um the models, I think, are quite easily available, right? It's not uh, yeah. really, really difficult to find them either on eBay or the Polish Allegro or something like that. So, so that, mm -hmm. that should be easy. How about the rules? Because, you know, I it's been a year since I've played against mm -hmm. Death Guard for the last time. So would it be difficult for me to understand how they play now? So have there been many changes since 8th in the army? Um... Well, not, not, I mean, there are some changes for sure, and the the, the rules are um, actually almost completely different. Um, but the main uh, uh, the main topic of the army remains the same. So if you played um, against Death Guard in the past, you you may know what to expect from their units. They they work a little bit differently. Um, the disease uh, army white role is uh, is a little bit different, um, but in general, if you see you know um, a, a a unit of uh, ten terminators of death guard, you'd know what to expect, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so that doesn't that didn't change that much. There there are actually quite a lot of rules that uh, can be used by death guard, and you can multiply diseases and you can spread diseases from one unit to to another there are a lot of um elite uh, characters that uh, do specific um, things that you need to remember but uh, in general playing against death card is not really complicated mastering it and you know remembering all all of the thousand um roles that they have every little buff and every little you know spell and stratagem that is that is a challenge for sure <laughs> okay so you've basically taken this army at least from what i know to a bunch of most recent tournaments in poland hmm? uh, i think you've you've had the army at the heresy in tree city and you've yep. had the army at the polish team championships so two completely different settings singles mm -hmm. and team tournament so yeah. let's focus on the first aspect so how does this army play in singles tournament what what can you give us like examples of of lists or tell us what mm -hmm. you've played what is reliable in this army and what uh you know what, what do you meet in tournaments right so um <clears throat> a, the most standard uh, army list uh, of death guards which i don't play by the way <laughs> um um, contains for sure uh, terminators, either death shrouds or blight lord terminators, and most notably uh, contemptor dreadnoughts, um, either two or three, and you know, and other things. But that's the, the main force. 
And the the, uh, the the great thing about Death Guard Contempt and Dreadnoughts, because we we all know the, the Dreadnoughts, uh, but mm -hmm. uh, it's really well um, uh, matched with uh, with buffs that uh, they can get from from the characters. For example, from from Talimand, they can have plus one to hit. One of them, uh, they can have um, exploding sixes on on. On hit um, and you know rerolls and 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 so on so on so contempt of dreadnoughts they definitely look uh, at least on paper like a very good choice for for death guard army I don't play them since I have this weird rule on my of my own that I don't really like forge world and mixing forge world with uh, with codex so I, I really try to stick into the units that are in the codex and that's why. Um, I opt to not include Contempt of Dreadnoughts, but uh, Plague Burst Crawlers. So the tanks that not only have to um, last cannons, well, they're not really last cannons, but sort of like last cannons. So equivalent. On, mm -hmm. uh, right. And um, a, a, um, uh, a mortar that can uh, shoot uh, without line of sight, which is, which is quite great. Um, what I also uh, like to include in my army is obviously Mortarion, and uh, the lists uh, sometimes include Mortarion, but not that much. And I think that is a little bit something that is a little bit changing with with Death Cards. Mm, much more people playing Death Card um, thinks about Mortarion like a you know like a liability really, so a, a quarter of your army that can die in one one turn. But it changes because it seems like Mortarion is really, really tough to to kill, and uh, he can single-handedly really uh, win you a battle on on his own. So, and I really like um, uh, playing him. You know, it's a, he's a big model. He really um, produces this um, epic moments of you know. Um, staying alive on one wound for a couple of phases of from from the opponent's turn, mm -hmm. and you know he's really really nice to play. And um, so that's I think uh, this this two lists, one with uh, Contemptor Dreadnoughts, one with um, with Mortarion, are pretty much standard. There is another list that is very interesting that uh, had a third place on LGT recently. Uh, that is a Terminus Est um, list, which means uh, it is from Caradron um, book and it features only infantry and spawns. Uh, the, the list cannot contain any uh, vehicles or mortarion. So it's mm -hmm. just a pure infantry uh, force, which is which is great, but I think that uh, specifically LGT rules allowed this um, this army list to to really shine and uh, um, go this far on this tournament. Yeah, because they didn't use the WTC FAQ, which forbids you to create a string of box walkers throughout the whole table, which exactly. is really the biggest shtick that the yep. list can provide. Yep, exactly, exactly that. But it sounds like a like a theme. I mean, you know, we'll, we'll see if we get there with with uh, uh, when we talk about demons and Belakor because he has also like his detachment or formation mm -hmm. or I'm not sure how to call it exactly, but basically army of renown. 
yeah so 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 that also seems to you know circle around basically infantry and uh just running across the table with swarms of, of demons so it sounds like a theme for chaos mm -hmm. yeah uh, there's definitely similarities between between two these two army of renos definitely so um, you said that you play Mortarion because you really yeah. like the model. Does does taking Mortarion imply any specific plague, plague company or or anything else that you need to choose? Right. So my uh, thought process on um, choosing uh, Mortarion specifically army list is that I know that Mortarion will try to survive uh, one or two turns if possible. So just you know. Uh, flying uh, across the battlefield and you know really being a bullet magnet for all of the um, opponent's army that was his role so I had to fill the other roles in the um, in the army list and uh, I think that plague board scrollers are definitely perfect for that because what they do is um, they focus with their um, no line of sight mortars on um small units that are on um, opponent's objectives uh, usually um, players tend to leave like a unit of five marines or a unit of cultists or really a small unit only to guard their um their objective and that is really an easy prey for um for free mortars of of plague burst crawlers and besides that of course, um, quite a lot of boxwalkers in, in my army list. I had um, 60 of them, so three units of 20, just to make sure that all of my uh, objectives are covered and and possibly the middle ones uh, are also covered with uh, with a lot of you know uh, infantry that uh, are fearless. They don't uh, run away uh, and. Uh, and that's that's basically uh, basically it. I had also three uh, uh, two units of three defrock terminators. that just dips uh, to to just deep strike and you know be a, a nuisance. Really, um, not really a something that uh, the opponent will play against. Um, but uh, yeah, the main focus was Mortarion and uh, him trying to survive as as much as as, as possible and so, mm -hmm. yeah Get sometimes uh, just just one note um sometimes if uh, if i'm playing against uh, a army that has trouble killing mortarion in one turn they tend to ignore mortarion um and not shoot or you know charge him at all um which I mean, I, I can understand the choice because it's, he's really, really hard to to kill. But if he uh, is um, cut loose, I mean, he can really wreak havoc uh, in in army uh, of of the opponent. I mean, he really has everything to deal with uh, hard targets, with uh, with hordes, with uh, you know, uh, with casters, with characters. It's really, really nice model to play. <laughs> So in the past, I remember that um, the strong part of fielding Mortarion was that, well, if you if you took him with someone else and someone could, you know, use uh, whatever that was, warp time or uh, another mm -hmm. spell that allowed uh, him to move faster, yeah. you know, he was a real threat because he could get there really quickly. Um, mm -hmm. And as you said, wreak havoc. Is it still the case? Can you still somehow? 
how to no. show him making the run. <laughs> so he just slowly advances through. The yeah, game. yeah, that's a that's a, a big shame. I mean, from my perspective, obviously, <laughs> that. Uh, uh, that that's actually true for all dev card um, units. They don't have any gimmicks that uh, allow them to move faster, to charge after running, or to charge better after deep strike. They're just you know slowly getting there and um, charging on on nine inches from deep strike as 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 you should. <laughs> mm -hmm. And Mortarion is no exception. He just flies twelve inches. Um, then takes all all the ammunition to the face and uh, <laughs> uh, prays to to Papa Norgul to survive, and then you know on second turn tries to kill as much as possible before uh, exploding. He's super fast by Death Guard standards. That's true. Twelve inches <laughs> isn't that bad. <laughs> that's that's definitely true. And you know um, now with with ninth edition and uh, focusing on objectives, having um, you know, this Mortarion big model on the very center of of the battlefield, where uh, when where where he can you know reach almost every objective on the next turn, he really is a threat that um, is difficult to to ignore. And um, if if you do, that may uh, well be be your demise, really. <laughs> so uh, you know, since we've started talking about objectives and and playing the mission. What missions do you choose with uh, with your list for singles? I mean, as you said, Mortarian, 60 Poxwalkers, uh, like six Terminators in, I think, different configurations, like three, no, two units of three, yeah. uh, three Plaguewars Crawlers. Um, how does that play the mission? And, and which, you know, which missions, which objectives do you usually pick? Mm -hmm. All right, so uh, my usual two picks, and the third is obviously, uh, as uh, for most of uh, the army lists, a, a difficult choice, but I have two standard ones. Uh, first one is a codex objective from DevCard, which is spread the sickness. Um, you basically have to um, vomit on on an objective, and <laughs> once you do that... <laughs> Once you do that, you have three points at the end of the battle. Uh, this uh, is the only action that can be performed by Poxwalkers. They cannot do Octarius, they cannot raise the flags, they only can uh, vomit on objectives, which is, you know, from the lore perspective, quite, <laughs> uh, quite a nice catch. Um, and uh, this is oh, this is the first one. I mm -hmm. prefer to do this than uh, the Octarius one, which is usually a standard choice from from the players, because it's uh, you know as a dev card, it's definitely difficult to be on uh, your opponent's edge um, quite fast. And since I'm not taking any infantry besides Poxwalkers who who cannot um, perform this action, and uh, Death Shroud Terminators, which should not really focus on <laughs> uh, performing actions, rather uh, on killing. Um, so, you know, that's, that's the obvious choice from my side. And I usually tend to get from 9 to 12 points um, pretty easily uh, on uh, from, from this uh, objective. Um, now, second one is usually for me uh, the new domination objective, which is called uh, Strangle 
Thorn, Stranglehold, something like that. <laughs> Stranglehold. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Um, and in this objective, you have to have you have to control three objectives at the end of your turn and more than your opponent. And um, so my uh, reasoning for this objective is that since I have three um, plague burst crawlers and usually the opponent will have hard time to have every single objective covered with a lot of stuff. Usually there is one objective where is, who is, which is not guarded that well. And that's the job for the mortars from Plague Burst Crawlers. So the, the usual situation and the ideal situation for me is that I have three objectives in my deployment. I kill one thing on uh, opponent, one of the opponent's objectives. And now I have three objectives. Opponent has two objectives, which gives me three points in each turn. Of course, that's just a theory and uh, you know a lot of things can go wrong, but uh, it's also quite um, quite quite a stable objective, I would say, to, to get at least uh, 12 points. And for the third objective, um, so for, for, for uh, Death Guard, the usual uh, objective that you can uh, lean towards is um, the one, <laughs> I don't remember the names, the one where you have to have uh, three uh, most expensive units surviving until the end of the game, and that's to the last, I remember. Mm -hmm. um, but that's the downside of Mortarion. <laughs> uh, he is definitely one of the um, most expensive uh, units in the army, and uh, he definitely doesn't live until the end of the battle. So that means that uh, it's a max 10 point um, objective for me, which is not ideal. So I decided that it's not a good idea. Uh, I try to get um, an objective that is maybe related to the mission. Uh, some of them are doable, but not a lot of them. So it's really a matter of uh, um, of uh, my opponent. If if there is nothing special that I can get from my opponent, opponent, I usually take um, what's it called uh, the one with the kill points that uh, you have to kill more units during. Bring them down. Bring them down, right? Uh, because you know having uh, units of twenty box walkers, um, crawlers that are really hard to to kill, and not uh, much more, it makes. Um, it makes me lose a uh, few units and I can then focus on, you know, killing one or two and then getting the, the objective done. Okay. That's it. Okay. That's, that's really in depth. Uh, so how about uh, the matchups? Like, mm -hmm. is there any matchup that you in particular fear or do you feel fairly comfortable playing against anyone? You mean besides Admech and Drukari, right? Uh, well, <laughs> you can tell us something about those matchups as well. I, I mean, I thought it's a resilient army, so... Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, how, do, how do you fare, you know, in your experience, how do you fare against the, the, the top armies? All right, so uh, against Admech, I only played once uh, against Kark. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, that's uh, one of our top players in, in Poland. And uh, he had an army of Admech that was before the, um, uh, it was the FAQ. Uh, 
<laughs> no, 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 no. He definitely had it once. It was already cool. Um, but uh, there was a uh, FAQ some time ago um, from from uh, um, Games Workshop, and uh, he was playing the version before that FAQ, so the the most cancerous one. And uh, I had a good mission. I had quite good rolls, and I managed to. Uh, lose only 18 to 2 i think or 70 to 3 um so you know not uh, not a You're hero result, but uh, <laughs> against this army and against this player i think that was quite a success um so against uh, the, um, the today's admech i'm not really sure how i will fare i think i can bring around five to eight points maybe um, but that really depends on who's uh, who's starting and what's the terrain on the on the table. I think. So yeah, about that. Is that is is this army uh, you know terrain dependent very much? Um, not that much. I mean, you have to have a terrain piece that you can hide Mortarion um, um, behind. Um, if not, you know, you risk really losing him in on the first turn, which is uh, not ideal for sure. Uh, besides that, not not really. I mean, it's, it's always great to have some big ruins in the middle so we can hide uh, walkers so they don't die uh, from, you know, combi bolters and such. Uh, but not really that um, dependent from, from the terrains. Um, you want to have you don't want to have too many terrains to uh, for for the uh, burst crawlers um last cannons to 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 shoot i mean not last cannons you know what i mean <laughs> um and but besides that not not really and what is also great about this army is that uh you don't necessarily want to um be first really i mean you can survive without going first and uh, you know, we all we we still live in the in the era where going first is uh, definitely very um, strong factor in uh, who's winning and who's losing, and this army is not that dependent on that on uh, on uh, on uh, you know starting the the battle, a little bit but not not that much. Okay. And right. so, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, go on, go on. So that was uh, Admech against Drukari. It's um, it's uh, it's it's doable. You, you can really uh, fight against them a little bit. Um, on our DMP, our Polish team tournament, um, we championship. I mean, uh, I played against two Drukari armies, and one time I lost. I think to five, so fifteen to five. And the second one, which I played against uh, Crazy Man, so uh, again uh, quite a good uh, opponent. But I had really, really sick rolls, and I managed to win 19 to 1, which is against Drukari, I mean, a miracle, kind of. Um, but <laughs> I, yeah, but I really put everything uh, on on uh, one hand, uh, which is I assumed that I have to start the game, and I, I have put Mortarion on a very center of, of battlefield and, you know, just assume that if if I win the roll off, then he will fly and, you know, kill something and try to survive again. And uh, and that 
that actually happened and he survived a lot uh, and yeah, but you know that's not really a skillful play it's just uh, uh, relying on luck but i think against drukari if uh, if you want to win um you have to rely on luck really at the end of the day it's a game of dice so uh, true. I mean, some people may disagree with you on, on that one, but uh, yeah, sometimes, you know, a, a single roll-off can, can uh, sway the tides, really. Yeah, true. Um, okay, how do you fare in a mirror matchup? Have you ever had a chance to play against another Death Guard? I have not, no. Um, but I think in the mirror matchup, um, Mortarion will be definitely an advantage to for for me because um, Death Card the the usual standard list of Death Card with uh, Contemptor Dreadnoughts and uh, with some Terminators they don't really have that much firepower to to kill Mortarion in one turn and they, they get they have some gimmicks like you know fight fight last etc et some mortars mortal wounds here and there but it will be very difficult to kill Mortarion in one turn, and if if he charges uh, even you know ten Terminators, there can be really a lot of damage there. So I'm I'm pretty confident I I would have an advantage in in the mirror matchup. Mm -hmm. Okay. Any other games? Any other matchups that you've played that that you either fear or feel confident about? Well, that's that's a good thing about uh, Death Guard, I think. Um, maybe the Mortarion list is not really <laughs> something that you can, um, um, you know, get this uh, expression uh, true about them. But usually, what uh, people are saying, and I think that's true, is that uh, with Death Guard, it's really hard to lose, but it's really hard to win as well. Uh, especially on you know high uh, high results like uh, twenty to zero, it's really difficult to 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 either lose or win uh, twenty zero with Death Card, which means that there there are besides Admech and Drukari, of course, there are no matchups that you can yeah, that you lose automatically, and uh, there's you know a hard counter to to your army. You can always survive a little bit and get um, some objectives and some points to to you know to win a draw basically um so yeah i think i think that's a that's a that's a upside of of, of death card there is no um hard counter to it okay i uh, i think you've never answered my question about the the plate company that you use so okay which, which one comes with i mean do you use the one that comes with mortarian or um is there anything specific like or you know anything that you use that might surprise your opponents for example well um actually mortarian doesn't have his own um like company i mean he, he doesn't have one <laughs> there are some of plague companies that are named after him but uh, he's not belonging to any specific one which is an interesting fact mm -hmm. um what well um i mean there are definitely good choices there in in the plague uh, companies there's uh, the mortarion's anvil which is the the usual one that uh, people take um, they have a interesting stratagem that allows you to perform heroic intervention with your units for one command point, which is great. Uh, 
and they all also have quite an interesting um, relic uh, that you can add to your demon prince to have um, I mean to have, you have you can add to any character but demon prince really goes well with it which allows you to reroll uh, all hits and wound rolls which is which is quite uh, a powerful thing on you know the demon prince that have that has a lot of attacks and uh, quite uh, strong ones. Um, what I usually take, and that's because I have uh, the uh, uh, the crawlers, I usually take the Poxmonger uh, Plague Company, which uh, allows me to shoot into combat with my blast weapons from um, from the tanks, so with uh, with mortars. Mm -hmm. And it also gives me plus one um, uh, to hit if I shoot into uh, my combat. So actually being charged and being in combat uh, is better for my tanks than not. They, they uh, hit better in, if they're in, uh, in combat. Does this play company have any like useful relics or warlord trait? Anything of, of value? No, here? not really. I mean, the warlord trait is uh, what I'm not sure if you know that, but um, uh, the warlord traits that are related to black companies, they are they are all additional diseases that you can give your warlord, and uh, some of them are definitely interesting, uh, but the boxmonger one is definitely not interesting. Um, I'm just looking at it, and it I can't really even remember, you know. Uh, that's, that. uh, I think that's the one that, that gives minus one to, to leadership and minus yes. one to attrition tests or something yes. like that. Yes. I mean, there definitely are situations that it can be useful for sure, but uh, not a lot of them. Um, the relic is, um, is interesting. It can give one of your demon engines um, four plus of invulnerable save, but the problem is that if you have uh, three demon engines and you give one of them better uh, save, people will just shoot the other two. Uh, so that yeah, I I I tend to um, in the past I I took it, and um, you know after a couple of battles it turns out that it's just a, a relic that is not uh, worth one command point to, to buy. All right. And what about the additional or the play company that you can take on Mortarium? What do you take in your list? Right. Uh, well, actually, um, how it works is that you, um, you have to choose three um, diseases, so three warlord traits from the plague companies and Mortarion will have it. And what's great about it is that you can choose it from the uh, very beginning of your battle and not on your roster, which means that you can uh, switch it depending on uh, who you play against. So that's a, um, a good side of it. The bad side of it is that if you choose three of them, there aren't very much a lot of choices because there are three or maybe four that are really good. Um, because um, what's uh, what's interesting is that a lot of uh, of these uh, contagions are giving buffs to units from the um, specific plague company, um, and you know since Mortarion doesn't have his own plague company, and you have the others from Poxmongers, you really don't benefit from, um, let's say. 
contagion of from uh, uh, from mortarian chosen stunts, for example, which gives you that uh, if if you shoot from the unit from mortarian chosen stunts, you uh, the the opponent doesn't have uh, benefit of cover. But since you don't have any units that have this, it doesn't really work. Um, doesn't it say that it replaces the irrelevant play company keyword with just death guard or something like that? No. That would make sense. No, it doesn't, unfortunately. Okay. I, I don't think it, it works like this. I mean, I can I can check, but... Um, no, 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 because oh, it just... That sucks then. That sucks, but the the usual three that uh, people uh, choose are quite good, so that's not really <laughs> okay. um, that bad. Okay, um, I guess we 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 can we can talk about teams. Okay, Joker, do you want to shoot your question? Um, yeah. So, uh, how do you see Devgard uh, placing in a team tournament? I mean, in terms of a team composition, uh, is it one of the stronger codices in your opinion? Does it have a place in, let's say, well, five-man tournament? Uh... Well, you know, playing Devgard, obviously, I think <laughs> they're worth <laughs> picking for, for the team tournament. Um, and you can definitely build a army list that will have one specific job in the team tournament to uh, take the hardest opponent and try to get a couple of points out of them, meaning that you'll probably play against Admech and Drukari a lot. Um, but if really, if if I think in the team composition, you you really would like to have a uh, one of the uh, armies that can you know take a hard hit and uh, not be completely massacred in in second turn and i think uh death card can definitely uh fill that that role maybe not the mortarian list because it's really you know you, you can you can lose quite heavily with it but uh, a list with a lot of terminators and uh um, a lot of box walkers, maybe a terminus est even at least uh, can can definitely take a hit. So uh, in you know I've heard just to agree on on terminology a little bit. Um, I've, I've listened to to some foreign podcasts and in in them uh, two expressions were used or two words were used. The, the something called the sword lists and something called the shield lists. Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. sword lists would be the ones that you know go in for high points and like big wins to to secure them and to grant the team as many points as possible. Um, and the shield list would be the one that usually is you know uh, set out as the first one by mm -hmm. uh, by the team. Uh, so like a, you know something that is able to take take on all comers basically. So you said that with um, with this army you don't really score the biggest wins and it's a reliable army. Does that automatically mean that it's a shield list and you would feel comfortable as a shield list? Or... I think so. Okay, all right. So, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so, so you take the, the biggest blow, so to say, to the chest for the team. Yes, <laughs> assuming that the list is built to, to fulfill this, this role. 
when when we played uh, uh, in Kosovo uh, on in, in the, the team tournament, my list was not that. <laughs> Definitely, I I was tasked to bring the points from the from the matchups. Um, but uh, you know that was that was kind of because of our team composition, mm -hmm. not because uh, Devcart is really good at hard hitting. <laughs> okay, so so in that case then, uh, and here is an, another term, so to say, um, in order to to focus on just for example one aspect of a list or, or one strength of the army, you build something that foreigners call a skew list. So. Would you say that for a team tournament you would build a skew list, and if yes, what would that contain? Right. Well, I have actually an idea of a really fun list uh, that uh, possibly can work. I'm not sure yet. I definitely have to test it. But a very aggressive and mobile dev card list. I know <laughs> it's a it's a it's a different uh, it's a weird thing to say. It's uh, an <laughs> yeah, um, but I, th I think actually it's it's quite possible. It's really uh, one trick pony list when where you will have um, obviously Mortarion and three um, um, land mowers. What they called? <laughs> plague drones. Plague drones. Yes, uh, three plague drones and then some demon prince, for example. You know everything that flies and have a lot of i mean at least 10 movements and uh, it's really good at uh, fighting people um and you know um i mean this is a i think one one trick pony list because you're basically saying here is mortarion and his here is a lot of other stuff that you you know flies towards you what do you kill and they are really hard to kill um and especially if you start the game uh, and win the roll-off, it will be for some lists really hard to, you know, push back against this kind of list, especially I think more uh, uh, army lists that are focused on uh, on shooting rather than, than fighting, I think it will be a little bit uh, difficult for them. Because even if, uh, if you kill Mortarion and maybe one more thing, uh, you know, two um, two drones with a demon prince and a couple of terminators that will deep strike on turn two. I think that's something really difficult to uh, to push against if you're focusing on on shooting only. So, if you're talking about a fast-moving death guard army, would you ever consider bringing mythic light haulers? Mm, I mean. No, I don't think so. I mean, they 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 do have ten movement speed, but uh, they're not flying, so it's difficult for them to move around um, the the ruins and all the terrains. And they're not really fighting either; they're just um, shooting. I mean, I know that there are some lists, in, including them, and they're definitely worth um, a try and. Uh, I thought if that's something maybe fitting for your for your army list, but I I didn't really um, think about them that much. Um, so I I mean I can be wrong, but in my opinion they're not that great. They're just too expensive for what they do. Okay, I was uh, going through some lists before we we did this podcast, 
Earth, and and I saw, I think there is this well well known guy in in the states, uh, Don Hoosen, and mm-hmm. he he plays Death Guard and everything that is chaos really, and he had a a, a demon engine list focusing on drones, on blight haulers, um, and and the blight haulers apparently can get very very resilient with belching fumes or something like mm-hmm. that so the stratagem that allows them to survive more um but the, the 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 negative aspect of that list i mean it is very fighty it hits like a freight train but it doesn't really have objective secured so yeah. there is a downside to everything i guess mm, that's true yeah because really for uh, securing the objectives i think the the, the best uh, unit is definitely poxwalkers um, and in order to take them, you'll have to have either Plague Marines or, or Terminators, because that's how they work, which is, I, I really hate this, this rule, <laughs> especially in the Terminus Est uh, list, because you, you think that uh, a um, Typhus army that has a horde of Poxwalkers, they, they would remove this kind of, you know, restriction, but they didn't. Um, and you know having boxwalkers really uh, forces you to take uh, terminators and if you take terminators a couple of additional characters that will buff them will be nice and you know the, the build kind of the, the list kind of built itself up uh, and uh, not a lot of points left for for the other um, demon engines so you'll have to you know just um, put everything on on uh, one card and uh, really, you know, try to massacre your opponent in two, three turns and then worry about the objectives. All right. And yeah, how do you feel about the future of this army? I mean, no, in I, I think there is gossip that one of the next books or box sets uh, are, are going to be um tyranids versus custodies definitely mm-hmm. uh, guard needs to get their codex sooner or later because the the army i think you know i've seen some uh, like a meta watch from the last weekend or something like that and uh, uh both tau and guard had like a win rate of below 30 percent so <laughs> that's really really poor and they need sub- any support they can get so a new codex would be welcome but let's say that they do get a codex uh, probably mm-hmm. it's going to be a horde army orcs are not really a horde army anymore they mostly mechanized armies but still you know someone might want to field loads and loads of boys tyranids probably will always remain a horde army um so how do you feel about the future and the me- meta shift to mm-hmm. something like horde armies do you think death guard will be able to put up a fight and stand its ground against hordes or uh, will you have to think of something completely different? I think Death Guard will uh, fare very, very well against uh, horde armies. I think it will it will actually be better meta for, for Death Guard than it is right now um, because they have a lot of things that uh, can um, switch their attacks to to smashes like Mortarion can do that. Um, the the drones have a lot of attacks. You can have a lot of flamers in in your army. Um, uh, Deathshot Terminators also can uh, slash with their with their 
fight. So um, definitely, if if we go towards the horde armies, I think that will be a great news for Devcourt. Okay, so fingers cro that crossed that it happens, <laughs> and fingers <laughs> crossed that you know we get all all the remaining codices, codices as soon as possible because. Um, yeah. Yeah, if it lasts too long, then the the ninth ninth edition will be a little bit of a drag. So, uh, listen, guys, I think it would be nice now, Asarni, if you could pass the mic to Joker and maybe help me interview him about mm -hmm. the second army of the evening. Um, so, uh, I wanted to talk about Chaos Demons uh, for two reasons. One, uh, I was really contemplating picking that army up. Uh, and uh, the the second reason uh, I you say that in the past tense that's a spoiler. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, I I I do consider it. However, uh, the the army also has downsides, and these downsides have always been the deciding factor for me. Like this army really struggled with shooting, so that's why I'm having this episode now because I want you to help me understand if something anything has changed about this army so um yeah let me joker uh you you've been playing demons for a longer while you know the army through and through um i don't know if you you've had the opportunity to to look at Bellacor already but yeah maybe tell us first what have you tried out what have you tested what works in this army what would you field in for example our game on sunday uh, well, I, you asked me not to take demons last time round, so um, I mean, but for the hypothetically for the game coming up. Uh, but before we go into that, uh, I just want to say something about what you've just said. And uh, no, uh, the shooting hasn't changed; it's non-existent. And uh, playing shooting is for you know for. For weak people. <laughs> but yeah, but I also, what what I also meant is that this army hasn't really uh, hasn't really had an answer to to shooting. So like it's you know you have a lot of infantry, for example, that is fairly soft, uh, and shooting armies with a lot of like shitty shooting, uh, I would say, like bolters and bolter spam. Could use usually fare fairly well against this army, and, and the question is, has that changed in any way? Oh, uh, I mean, the tables we play at nowadays are definitely uh, more densely covered with terrain, so mm -hmm. that's definitely an upside to that. Um, but well, no, obviously, lots of small arms fire is definitely still the problem. Although, um, if you look at the demon builds. Uh, that are currently most common they usually run a number of the big monsters so actually i'd say you're pretty more worried about anti-tank shooting and then uh, bellacore because you've asked about bellacore um well i don't think that in recent times i've seen a list that wouldn't include him right he's, so he's very just popular. that much for beast he's an odd take pretty much and uh, because of him, uh, there are only pretty much two types of lists that are running about. So one is uh, a monster mash style list running Bellacore and a couple more greater demons, particularly Sineshi ones, uh, 
because they're probably the best of the bunch. Uh, and they help Belakor out by allowing him to advance and charge in the same turn. Or the other build that uh, is, I think, a bit less common, but maybe even more interesting, uh, is the is Belakor's army of renowned, uh, the disciples of Belakor. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, if you go down that route, that does make your little guys a bit more resilient because of uh, he changes the loci rule of demons to characters giving an aura of a minus one to hit and cannot reroll hit rolls when shooting. So that does that does help them a little yeah. in terms of survivability. Um, sounds strong. Sounds like something that this army was missing for a longer while. So let's focus on the first type of list, maybe. So so you, you've played a lot of Greater Demons. Uh, I, I remember facing you as, uh, you know, as uh, because you brought the Slaneshi Demons um, to the table. And you've mentioned Slaneshi a second ago. Does that mean that the other Greater Demons don't play, don't, don't you know, don't see play that much? Like uh, a Great Unclean one, Bloodthirsters, or is there room for them as well, or maybe in just very skewed lists? Well, let's just say they're a lot less popular. Uh, you can usually find a lot of change in those sort of lists, again, because right. you can make it a very resilient model, uh, giving him a free up invuln and a six plus funeral pain and uh, a minus one damage uh, from the Warlord trait, uh, although I was never really convinced by that guy. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't do much uh, other than standing there and taking some shooting in the face. Um, and yeah, I mean, Bloodthirsters and uh, Great Unclean ones, so the like I said, definitely less popular. And uh, because of because you really need to keep a clean Suneshi detachment, for example, to have that advance and charge. It really does make a little room to take the other two guys, but I still think uh, they're they're all right picks, but definitely not the most popular ones. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, I have I have a yeah, I have a okay. different opinion <laughs> about uh, Lord of Change. I really like uh, Lord of Change, and uh, when we talk with um, with Panya about uh, his list. Uh, yeah, I, I always try to convince him that Lot of Change is a really good choice from for for only one reason, which is um, spamming uh, the, world ritual. Yes, world ritual exactly. If you can take a model that can uh, every battle give you twelve uh, um, points for the secondary objective, I will pick him anytime, really. Yeah, but since they've changed that objective to not having to do it with the same model for three rounds, I think that's even less reason to take him because psychic action doesn't forbid you from doing anything else. So you can just run up the board, uh, do the ritual and uh, run further and then you can do it with someone else the next turn. Well, that's true, but uh, you will not have plus two to cast. And that's definitely a upside from out of change. Okay, okay, good one. Uh, but uh, I mean, I, I know, I know. Oh, okay. I, I definitely understand your point, and that's exactly 
what Banya is saying, but uh, I just I just think that it's it's worth it, and you know maybe I'm wrong, but uh, I, I like having three uh, oh, twelve on. points. <laughs> Fair enough. We're entitled to have different opinions. We don't have to agree on everything. <laughs> yeah, but I wanted to ask about uh, Banya and Banya's list because he took. Uh, demons to the three city heresy, and I think he finished what fourth there, yeah, or something like that, quite high. And uh, and then he also probably played that at the team tournament because I, I think I remember seeing pictures from uh, yeah. or photos from from that tournament. So there were demons definitely. So Banya makes it look like the 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 army has a place both in singles and in team tournaments. So does he limit himself to Slaneshi demons as well? And then what does he do exactly to, you know, make them tick? Well, he had a little bit different lists in in uh, Heresy and in uh, in Kozlov. Uh, but the main the main idea was actually the same. Um, during the, the team tournament, he took um, Belakor and I think two. Uh, Slanish Demons, the Keeper of Secrets. Uh, but besides that, he also took six War Dogs from, uh, uh, from uh, Renegade Knights, uh, which basically um, do the same thing, just, you know, rush you over with uh, a lot of big models that can hit, uh, like, tracks. But it allowed him to have a couple of uh, Meltas that I uh, can use to open some vehicles and uh, kill some... Um, more difficult targets to to kill, um, and cough had my flyers. <laughs> yeah, cough. yeah. <laughs> cough <Exactly>. Raiders cough. <laughs> um, getting to the meat of things. <clears throat> the interesting thing about uh, about his list and what uh, we learned about uh, our opponents after we we play against them is that his list was really something that. Uh, a lot of teams that we played against was were afraid of, and they always uh, pick somebody that you know that will just tank the list and probably lose, which is definitely something interesting to think about. Uh, if you see a a demon list, it's not something that you can consider on singles, right? But having this, I think it's definitely a, a definition of a skewed list because. Uh, this list does one thing only, but does it really well. Just rush you over and you know and fight you until you you're dead. Um, what also helped him a lot <laughs> is that he uh, won the role of five times out of five from this tournament. Oh my god, and, that's lucky! <laughs> and this list really, really needs it, and he just did so. <laughs> You know, that's it. So that's the secret. That, yeah, that's no skill how it roll. work. <laughs> you just have to have a skill to to win the roll of. Right. So that's uh, that's about Banya and his uh, and his list. Let's get back to to the topic of Belakor for a second. I mean, he is a completely revised data sheet, right? He is a, like a like a new model. Uh, literally, it's it's a new model as well. Uh, I think, from what I've seen, he is smaller than uh, uh, Magnus or Mortarion. You can actually hide him behind ruins, I think, right? That's like uh, one of the main differences between him and the great other greater demons. He's just I'm not smaller. Sure. 
on model size, but he's smaller uh, in the, uh, let's say, and ah, uh, oh, he's got two wounds less, so below eighteen, and that means he does benefit from obscuring, uh, which Magnus and the Mortarian both don't. So they right. need really big blocks of terrain that can actually high enough to hide the ridiculously big wings. And mm -hmm. Bellacor doesn't really need that because he benefits from obscuring terrain. So yeah, that's definitely uh, an upside. So so okay, so so that's like one benefit of of him. Another one, what you've already said, right? So uh, rerolls, and I think you've also mentioned the the minus one to hit if you take his detachment, right? Is is, is my understanding he correct? Yeah, but uh, he himself also has an innate minus one to hit, uh, disabling your opponent to reroll the hit roll, and against shooting, he also has a minus one to the wound rolls. So, so he is annoying. very tanky. Yeah. Okay. And then, it, correct me if I'm wrong, he has all the like mm -hmm. god keywords. Yeah, all four of them. Right. So, yeah, as I've mentioned before, thanks to that, he benefits from this Lanashi advance and charge. Uh, he can also use the current stratagem to fight again, for example. And, uh, yeah, there are uh, quite a number of things that uh, you can use to make him even better. So, yeah, he's definitely that revision. His reincarnation is just, he's miles better. He doesn't even compare to the old model. It's just way different league and he's still for a, for for a demon of that size and with those let's say abilities he's fairly cheap right i think he's like 360 points or something like that 360 exactly yeah so you can take him in a in a patrol detachment with three nerglings and you can pretty much attach <laughs> him to anything um yeah pretty much but Pretty that's, much. <laughs> that's that's actually crazy. Um, that would be my first idea, my first go-to, just have three bases of Nurglings and that big guy and uh, have him run across the field. Uh, but yeah, I think he he can use stratagems from the, the Demon Codex, as you said, so stratagems for Slaneshi Demons, Corn Demons, Nurgle Demons, and so on, um, and Zinch. Uh, but he can also use the stratagems from the CSM uh, book. No, he can't. I think he can in the or well. If you take his army of Reno, then you do benefit. Well, you can use the stratagems, but not on him because the faction keywords don't match. Oh, not really faction keywords, but keywords in general, uh, because obviously the CSM stratagems always uh, target some sort of heretic star east unit or what have you, and he doesn't have any of those relevant keywords. Okay. So I heard that that detachment of his uh, disciples of, of Belacor uh, is quite complicated to build. <laughs> actually, like there are there are a lot of restrictions, right? Things that you cannot take. Yeah, right? there are there are quite a number of them, but it's not that complicated. It's a bit tricky to um, you know get the most out of it, but it's not that complicated. I mean, all it is, it just forbids you from taking a whole bunch of stuff. So, greater demons, mm -hmm. um, the cult legions uh, of Chaos Space Marines, if, if you will, 
Um, so like the the thematic sort of yeah. Space well, marine, right? the ones the ones dedicated to a certain Berserkers, chaos god, so plague uh, marines, etc. Yeah, or just world eaters, thousand suns, etc. In general. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And also forbids you from taking knights, um, titans. If you're playing like ten thousand point games in the average guy, and uh, demon engines. Uh, disappointingly, I think, because they might have some use. But you can't take them. Mm. But I think there is one exception. My one of my favorite models in the game actually can be taken in that, and that is a soul grinder. Because if you think about it, the soul grinder. Like, correct is... me if I'm wrong, but I think if he's a demon and something, <laughs> but he's not a demon engine. Yep, yep, he's a demon. Uh, and. Well, monster, but that doesn't really matter. I think. Yeah. Monster. So, Maybe so I you... think you can take those. Nevertheless, yeah, you can take those. And then you can Except... give them minus one to hit. Yeah, but I'm sorry, they're still bad. <laughs> oh come on! No, they're like such cool, cool models. They 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 must have something. Make them they work. They are cool. <laughs> they are cool. Hopefully, when Demon's Gear Codex, they'll see some game, but. Uh, for now, they're just a nice addition to your collection on the shelf. Ah, crap! I was I was hoping for something amazing here. But when I when I said that the detachment is quite restrictive, I also meant um, I think there is a rule that says that you have yep. to take like I haven't finished yet. <laughs> but <laughs> but I know have... where you're going, and I'm looking at it, and I wanted to say it. So go <laughs> go on. Maybe we're thinking about the same thing. Uh, well. Ye- to take a second demon of the chosen uh, Chaos God, you actually need to have one unit of each of the dedicated uh, Chaos God units. Right, so so it goes like in fours, I think. So you have to have one of Corn, one of Zinch, one of Slat, and then... In, and one in, of Nurgle, yeah, yeah then and... you can... Yeah, and then to take a third, you need to have two of each, etc., etc. All right, that sounds restrictive, but on the other hand, uh, not so bad after all. I mean, um, it makes it makes it look like you, as I said at the beginning, uh, when Asarnia was talking about uh, uh, the, one of the exceptional detachments from from Death Guard, that you you are sort of forced into picking infantry. Right, you, like, like if you analyze what you cannot take, what's what 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 you are left with is, well, foot, foot slogging army basically. Yes and no, uh, because the reason why you're kind of restricted to infantry is because infantry uh, models are the only ones that actually make sense taking in the demon army, mm. and uh, well, majority of demons are, are infantry or just small critters are running or flying around uh, as people now do sometimes take a blob of screamers uh, if you take uh, the disciples of Belakor and well they're not infantry per se okay yeah so, so yeah yeah but that's uh, the Belakor's specific restriction isn't really the reason for that uh, and if you take into account what people usually take for demons, uh, there are ways to work around that restriction so it doesn't impact you that much. You can't just take anything you'd like, unfortunately, but it's not that bad. Okay. As it might sound at first. No, but uh, taking everything that you've said into account, it really 
makes it feel like the blood letters are actually stronger than they were in that detachment. Uh, they mainly benefit from uh, one of the psychic powers from Bellicos' dedicated um, Noctic discipline. And if you take his army of renown, then any psyker in in your army can take uh, psychic powers from that discipline rather than the one that they've got in their respective codex. And is, it in, a, is it instead, or is it as uh, well? No, I mean. You can either take powers from the Noctic discipline or from the discipline that you've got described in the codex. You can't mix, so like take one mm. spell from each of them. Okay. Uh, it's either all in. It's all in on one of them. But still, you can have like I don't know, Belakor sporting his own discipline, and then have another character in the list, uh, let's say from the CSM army, and sports uh, yep. anything from the CSM book. Yep. Okay, yep. Yeah, that's that's so cool. Yeah, you can, you can. So you said that the the the, the blood letters benefit from one specific power. Which one is it? Uh, it's the one. Uh, what's where I want to get the name right? Uh, having quick read. To... Yep, it's it's the first one, shrouded step. So it basically allows you to uh redeploy an infantry unit and uh, just pick it up and drop it nine inches away from enemy models. And then your blood letters, uh, you obviously upgrade them by spending a command point to have that once per game uh, charge on 3d6 plus one if you've got a musician. Uh, so the, they're almost certain to get that charge in and now they can do it even on the first turn. So definitely okay. an upgrade, um, and you don't have to spend additional command points uh, putting them in reserves, provided obviously you've got enough terrain on the board to hide them, because even though they get that minus one to hit now and uh, not re-rolling hit rolls against them, they still die pretty fast. <laughs> Where is that doom and gloom coming from? <laughs> I mean, this sounds fantastic. This sounds like more survivable blood letters. That you can, you know, give them minus one uh, to hit. I, I don't know if you can give them minus one to wound, but like if they no. stay away, what twelve inches or something like that. Uh, I think that the minus one works like that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Provided okay. the the attacker is more than twelve inches away from them. Right. And then I think there is a stratagem that allows you to go through units. Like, yeah. Exactly. Like code, so basically. you can. Oh yeah, yeah. Good, good mention there. So yeah, you can bypass screens provided the uh, meat of the opponent's army is uh, within twelve inches after you uh, teleport your blood letters. Then yeah, you can for one CP. I think it is. Yep. Yeah, it's legions of shade. Yeah, for one CP, you can ignore enemy models uh, in the movement or charge phases. So yeah, that's definitely something very good to have. So that's that's actually mental because you get what you get the jump or well gate of infinity in the form of that spell that you've mentioned, mm. and then you get something that allows you to move through models. So you can, as you said, you you can you can charge through screens, and then oh by the way, can you take like bikers or or cavalry? Uh, I don't know why I have fixation around cavalry. So like, can you take blood crushers in that detachment? You can, uh, but 
you can't teleport them with the spell as it specifically uh, says infantry. Well, yeah, but if you take something really quick, something that, that you know goes through the, the battlefield quickly, and then you put that stratagem on them, and you get through the screen, like like a ghost, you can basically get to the meat of your opponent's army, you know, and get the model where like blood crushers were trapped because they usually died on the way. And with that, yeah, but they they still will because you have no means of getting advance in charge, and your cavalry has to run between terrains, so you're probably gonna have a hard time. Uh, you know, getting out of hiding and then getting in the opponent's face in the same turn. You're killing so, me, Green. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry. I mean, yeah, w what you've mentioned is, uh, you know, it can work, but will it really? <laughs> so, yeah, but, but, you know, maybe you could use make use of, of bikers. I don't know, you know, uh, well, zoom you, around. You can't. Uh -huh. uh, Oh, no, you can use it on. Or, or can you wait? Uh, because you have to be. No, the supports of Bellico. Yeah, that's for everyone. Yeah, bikers can do that, but oh. And can bikers, bikers can bikers really fight well? I mean, yeah, okay, but you know, if you take a a, a bigger amount of them, can can bikers be uh, slaneshi? No. no, 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 no. I mean, you're, like you're, you're trying I'm, to I'm, I'm, mix. I'm, Two different armies, and it, it doesn't work that way. No, but they can be like, I don't know, what what is the requirement for the shoot twice stratagem? Well, yeah, you give them the slanesh keyword, okay, but oh, okay, uh, you need to, <laughs> before we discuss these things, you need to lay out the whole master plan that spawns up in your mind <laughs> because I'm jumping to conclusions otherwise. So no, I was just thinking of of bikers that ride ride around, shoot everything twice, and then are able to charge through screens and just you know again lock in combat something that uh, is of value or is dangerous or might shoot you with like line you know uh, out of line of sight or something like this. Now kill that dream, please. <laughs> um, Asarnil, do you want to do it? <laughs> Well, the problem is that um, these bikers don't shoot particularly well. They don't fight that well either, and they, and they die pretty easily. So that's it. <laughs> it was fun while it lasted. <laughs> well, I, I know, I mean, it's a good idea and all, and I think there is some room for bikers, but, you know, not 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 that. I think for for um for Pelakor army the teleporting um blood letter unit on turn one this is the main thing and i think this is what makes this army list very interesting and i think uh, worth uh try okay but that's just one psychic power are there any other that are worth mentioning anything else that he can take and you know benefit from or the uh... army can benefit from yeah, I'm just looking at that. Yeah, so there's a power that makes one of your units uh, untargetable, uh, unless obviously they're the closest uh, eligible target. Mm -hmm. And um, then you can uh, put fight last on an enemy unit, but 
it's a warp charge value of seven and then you need to roll higher than the enemy's leadership um three to six so it's not impossible but still um well it's it's very random to, to say the least and uh, what else was there? there was something yeah and you can uh, and there's a malediction that um makes one of your opponent's units uh, subtract one from wound rolls uh, in combat. So okay. there are four pretty good ones, and then the other two are um, okay, one's very mech, and the other one is um, interesting, so to say. Why? Uh, well, it, use mortal wounds in a funny way <laughs> so that's why basically um it says that you select up to six models in an enemy's unit and add together the unmodified attack characteristic of all those models and then you roll a number of dice equal to that amount and for each roll of a six plus that enemy unit suffers a mortal wound. So yeah, and that's it's it's interesting, but yeah, I think there's cool. probably only uh, one good target in the game for that, and that's witches, maybe. Because <laughs> <laughs> mm. so, only then you get uh, a big number of of those dice, and then actually each mortal wound does paint paint them a bit. Right. So. I mean, it, it, it's you, very situational. But it does sound like this discipline overall is quite strong, and the strength is maybe not in you know what 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 the the, the power description does itself. But like if you think about even that the jump thing, now that you think of it, how much do you spend for putting uh, a unit of blood letters in uh, in deep strike? Is it two? It depends on the unit size. If it's uh, more than 20 models, it's two. If it's 20 or less, then it's one. Okay, so let's say that we have a big model and you, you spend two CP to put them in deep strike. With one of the powers, you can start them on the table, hidden in a ruin or something, and then teleport them. And you save two CP uh, that otherwise would be spent on putting them in deep strike. That's, yep. That in itself is powerful in that you know it, it doesn't directly come from the rule itself or from the power itself but it saves you two cp which i guess is of value yeah but stratagems we spoke only uh, about one uh -huh. um <laughs> yeah but there there aren't that many there are only six in total uh dedicated for bellicor uh two of which are strictly for <clears throat> for the Chaos Space Marine units, um, so they won't see that much play because usually the the um, Disciples of Bellico builds still feature only demons, uh, rarely seeing any uh, Chaos Space Marine support. So let's skip that as that's not the topic of the day. So we've mentioned Legions of Shade. Um, there's one stratagem that requires Bellico to be on the battlefield and uh, then for 2CP, if a saving throw is failed for any model, uh, then the damage characteristic of that attack is changed to zero. Hmm. 
Okay. Not bad, but for two CP it's fairly pricey. And there is uh, what's this one though? I'm just having so many ideas with those things. <laughs> no, seriously, like if you if you if you take what you've just said, you know, two CP on one hand that sounds pricey, but on the other hand, if you can build the army the way we described it, you can run it as a as a single battalion, really, and it should suffice. So the battalion will bring you what 12 cp now in this edition uh, i think so over the course of the game total you have like 17 cp you spend one or two on the deep striking bladder depending if you want to do that so you have 15 or 16 cp that those two aren't really that much well you also it. have to spend uh one cp one additional cp on each blood unit to give them the banner of the blood. banner yeah, okay. But how so, many do you take usually, like in a 2k point game? Units of blood letters? Mm-hmm. Um, well, with the Disciples of Bellacore, I think you can take three. Two or three is probably the, the go-to amount. Because sticking four in will, will be complicated because of yeah, that. Um, the Chaos God keyword restrictions. Uh, but two, and, two or three are manageable and... Uh, Makes some sense. Right, so um, I've read uh, a fairly long stratagem. So basically, for one CP, you can get an aura that lets you um, either heal or revive uh, demons, uh, provided that enemy units flee. So uh -huh. that's, um, well, realistically, probably never going to happen. Uh, and then... I, I, wait, 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 <laughs> again, don't kill my hopes. Uh, doesn't Belacor do the same thing as, what was that in, in Asarniel's list? Uh, I think one of the, we spoke about one of the play companies that, or, or a relic that, uh, yes, you know. Yes, he, he does subtract one from the leadership uh, and one from combat attrition tests of enemy units within six inches of him. Right. So there is potential. <laughs> um, yeah, to heal one wound or <laughs> return one model with one wound remaining for one CP. No, but it's like one wound for one model, right? Uh, if, if it dies me... or if it comes each back. Yeah, okay. Each, so if... each time a model flees, you can do that for right, one but... unit from your army. But is it also for is it only for friendly units or is it also for uh, no you pick a unit that gains this aura that says worst enemy units within six inches of that unit uh, start fleeing then the unit that you've chosen as the target of the stratagem receives uh, said benefits okay it sounds great but I agree with Joker. It, it, it's not. I mean, in, in certain work. <laughs> yeah, in certain situations, it can it can it can it can be cool. <laughs> it, it can look cool, definitely. But uh, first of all, there's if if you charge something with blood letters, and, and I think we are we're thinking about blood letters mainly here. Um, you either kill it all the way, or it's something tough that you know it doesn't really matter if. Uh, if you um, revive one or two blood letters, 
and if anything happens for opponents uh, in a bad way, um, they can always spend two CPs to not flee at all, and you know, and it, it, they will not revive in any way in that scenario. So, I mean, it all. It all and I agree that uh, this army list has potential, but um, mainly the the things that uh, uh, you mentioned, Joker, is they, they all sound cool and they're but they're very situational, I think. But you can put that last thing that we were discussing on Bellacore himself, right? Yeah. 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 You can. Yeah. You <laughs> so, can. so if he goes into a, like a blob or something and kills ten models, does it mean that he regains ten wounds? Uh, no, no, because it's when those models flee, not when he kills them. Oh right. That's okay. the first thing. The second so, thing uh -huh. is you have to use the stratagem at the start of the morale phase. So once you use it, you're open, knows you've used it, and then he just pays two CP for his blob to stay there. And you just waste, you've just blown a CP for nothing. Mm -hmm. yeah. Literally yeah. nothing. That's a shame. And how about, I mean, okay, we, we were thinking about blood letters. How about, I don't know, pink horrors that split. When they split and, can, and you revive them through the, Blue horrors stay and pink horrors appear, or how um, does that work? Yeah, that, yeah. that is how it would work. So there is potential again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just trying to to give this army a chance. Come on, guys, help me. Uh, I mean, we're we're not writing it off. We're just writing off your ideas. <laughs> That's exactly. Yeah, I, I can always count on you guys. <laughs> Cheers for that. I mean, having pink horrors within six inches of an enemy unit that is possibly failing a morale test. <laughs> that will never happen. Right. <laughs> I remember you charging me with pink horrors. Uh, yeah, yeah, that that was a thing. That was a thing. <laughs> but uh, the, that unit that got charged um, flee or, or die. Um, no. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a single unit of pink horrors charging. It could be Bellacore there as well to do that minus one leadership, you know, uh, minus one attrition and pink horrors. A lot Still, of thieves. Yeah, exactly. And you have yeah, there to take into yeah. consideration that we we don't really have a meta of blobs except for Skitari. So still, uh, your opponent just auto passes the morale phase, uh, the morale check, and it, if not, other than that, you mostly have MSU units running about. So um, a five-man unit is almost never failing leadership. It's either dying first or not losing enough models to, to fail a morale check. Mm, yeah, it's a valid point. Okay. And then um, maybe a comment on what, what I said at the beginning about Bellacor, that you can take him in a patrol with Nurglings. Um, does it make sense to do so? with like any other army because um you know if you include something that isn't from a codex probably the units from that codex lose their rules so can you think of a scenario where taking Bellacore with in a small patrol actually makes sense um i would take him in a patrol like you've mentioned probably uh because he just enjoys uh, sitting in with some Slaneshi units to get that advance and charge because that makes them so much better and allows you to stick him in the opponent's face turn one. 
but well, I wouldn't pair him with Thousand Suns because they lose too much. But they're a new book. Uh, if you're playing CSM, yeah, go for it. You can add them in. And um, well, Bunny is an example of taking him along with Chaos Knights. So, so there you have it. Mm-hmm. You can sub him in. Uh, but yeah, probably doing so with uh, other Chaos factions that have not got a ninth edition codex because the ones that have are just losing too much. Uh, in the process and not gaining enough in return. Okay, so it sounds more like I'm 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 liking Bellacore than the entire Chaos Demon Codex, uh, but I would really like to make that guy work. I love the model. I love his rules. Um, he just sounds amazing. Uh, question is, can he make you know? And he one, one... He's right. an auto include for the faction, so um, I think that that says a lot about him. Uh, and even and that he allows you to take two completely different army boats. True. Yeah. I mean, okay. It sounds sounds good. I'll I'll have a closer look at that. So yeah. So um, actually, mm-hmm. speaking of um, souping him in, Asani, would you ever consider taking Belakor uh, along with Devguard? Usually, no. But we might have a little bit of a surprise for next tournament that will be a pair tournament in. <laughs> but I will say no more. <laughs> yeah, come on, you can't tease like that. That, <laughs> that doesn't count because you're still separate players. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. There is there is a, a a twist that we're planning to do, and it will include Belakor and uh, and Deathguard. So okay, I'll be waiting in anticipation to see the lists once they're out. I think our list will win the the most fun list there is in the universe on on this tournament. Okay. God damn it! You, you've teased so much. Can't you just tell us? <laughs> no, no. You'll have to invite me again to talk or, about it. Or we'll have to go to that tournament and see ourselves. Exactly. I'll read right. the list online. <laughs> uh, or or not? Yeah. That, that's probably a little bit cheaper uh, and a bit, you know, uh, smaller on the effort side. Um, okay, guys, uh, last question on on the, the demons army. Then, if I were to start collecting them, um, where do I start? What do I need? Uh, is this army difficult to collect? You need Bellacore. <laughs> <laughs> that, that we know already. Anything else? Uh, well, demons, I think historically were always an army that just uses lots and lots and lots of troops so pretty much any of the troops choices you can work something with well maybe not plague bearers although i did see some bellicalists using them uh so definitely so so that that's that's a lot of models to put together and to paint so i think that's enough for a start troops okay and you're you're sure that soul grinders don't work now? <laughs> <laughs> they don't, but uh, to not be so much of a uh, dream killer. Party uh, pooper, yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, the tendency with the codices so far in ninth is that things that didn't work actually start being better. So maybe maybe it's time to to stock up on soul grinders but if you do i will not be returning your money if they're still 
mm. crappy. <laughs> yeah, so here's to you know how helps that um, uh, they make that book book work or rework it or release some new bottles for it. Uh, hopefully, everything that I just said. Um, so yeah, um, I'll, I'll give it a think because the army sounds promising. It sounds not. I mean, I thought it's very one-dimensional, but it doesn't sound like it. It sounds like there's more thinking to it. So it sounds like a like a promising army. Although you've made everything, almost everything possible to discourage me from it. So um, it will be a tough, tough day. Um, right, guys. Um, you have some very weird ideas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, like always. And to be frank, the, the Belakar um, Army of Renown list is really, really cool, in, in my opinion. I, you know, I don't want you guys to think that I don't, you know, I don't think it's, it's good. I actually think that it's better than people um, think. Uh, and playing with Belakor and three units of Bloodletters, some Screamers, some Flamers, and a lot of, you know, uh, small trash units, I think it's super fun and and actually quite challenging to um, to master. So if if you like Belakor and you know uh, demons in general, I think it's a great army to to play. Oh yeah, I I, I, I agree with that. One. I used so. to play Corn Demonkin at, at 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 I think in seventh. So uh, at mm. least part of the demons uh, was part of my army, and it was really 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 enjoyable. Even though uh, you know the the army never. Uh, performed amazingly, but it was just fun to have them and fun to field them. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's why um, I'm, I'm also considering maybe going back to it. Um, which reminds me, and I think it needs to be mentioned, uh, our competition, the competition that I uh, mentioned uh, throughout, I think, the last five episodes, is still going on. So if anyone hasn't uh, submitted their army suggestion on YouTube, Facebook, or Instagram yet, I strongly encourage you to do so. Uh, just a very, very, very short reminder on the rules. Just po go, po go and post an army suggestion, which, you know, which army I should pick uh, coming back to the hobby after one year's hiatus. Um, it doesn't have to be any of the ones that I indicated. It can be anything, really. Maybe uh, an army that is easy for a, a person coming back to the hobby or something like that. A straightforward army. Or maybe uh, a, a top army. But explain to me why in a comment. And uh, by doing that, you automatically enter a raffle. And then uh, I think it's the next episode, right, Joker? Where we have yeah. to pick a winner. There's right. just so you... one, one week left to enter the competition. Yeah, so uh, guys, I, again, we strongly encourage you to to participate in that competition. I I I really hard, sorry, I really tried hard to uh, also let you know what the prize is. Uh, so we have a, a, a pro painted, beautiful, um, custom build chaplain model that works both as a Primaris and as a as a normal Marine. Um, and you can field him in any Space Marine army, or you can put him on a shelf because he's just so freaking beautiful. So yeah, uh, please uh, enter the competition. It's as easy as subscribing to us and leaving a comment. And uh, that chaplain might be yours. If you want to see how he, what he looks like, go to our uh, Instagram or Facebook. And there are plenty of posts about him. So you cannot, you cannot miss him. And with that, um, Asarnil and Joker, uh, I think it's time to say goodbye. So uh, 
it was a really interesting episode. It gave me a lot to think about uh, before I made my final final decision. Asarnev, you 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 gave us amazing insight into Death Guard, and I thank you for that. Um, Welcome, Joker. Uh, nice work. <laughs> trying to discourage me from the demon army, <laughs> <laughs> but Belacor is is sorry. strong. Yeah, no, sorry, but Belacor is standing strong, and and I'm still not 100% discouraged from it. So, yeah, uh, next week I will probably announce my final decision, and we will announce who wins the 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 competition. So, yeah, there's still one week to participate. Um, yeah, thank you guys, and uh, until next time. Right. Thanks. Thanks. Bye bye. Cheers. Bye.